Progress with Unity podcast. We're here today. There's uh, Werbel, Thorpe Innocent, and Penner. We've met up. We're going to do a little conference call, and we're going to look ahead to the Mallorca game. We're going to have a player watch, and we're going to finish off with a bit of trivia. Um, so, I'd like to introduce uh, each of us. I'm, as, you, as, as you probably can gather, I'm Werbel. On the line, we've got uh, Thorpe Innocent. Are you there? Stuff, good stuff, and Penner, how you doing? Come over from Wigan. I'm alright, thank you. Good stuff. Um, so, uh, pre-season. What do we think about pre-season? Um, in, in terms of in terms of what results or recruitment? Both. How do we think it's been going? What do we think we've uh, recruited wisely? Do you think we've lost players we we should have kept? Uh, what do you think of the game so far? I think I think we've done same old. You know, I think I think we're pretty. We, we've done as expected. I think what we what we may add uh, in the coming weeks will be pretty much as we normally do. Probably a younger player on loan from one of the bigger clubs with a couple of, of bargains as well. Um, I think Fivey again fits with uh, you know picking up the best in off of the border, and obviously Rami. Um, is someone I think I think the defence did need strengthening because it was uh, low on numbers and uh, looks look a good buy from what I've seen of him from the after. Right, yeah. Uh, oh, stop it. I'll go in, uh, just thinking about what Penner said there about Ramis coming in. Uh, who can, do you think he's coming in to replace one of. Well, obviously he's going to replace someone. What do you think is going to happen with the back three? Are we going to stay with the back three or do you think we're going to go to the back four? Um, I think we'll stay with the back three because it worked so well in the back end of last season. Um, what I think he'll do, I, I don't think he's buying somebody for his first team. I think what he's doing is buying somebody to strengthen the competition in the squad. Um, because he's always said whoever plays the best football and whoever trains the best um, is the guy that gets the shirt. Mm. Um, so, I, I, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about, yes, we, we've, we're picking up a, a player and paying money for him. And I think a lot of the supporters will expect him to drop straight into the first team. But I don't think that's what Roberto will do at all. I think what he'll do is he'll drop him into the squad, like I say. Right. Um, nice to have nice beaten West Ham to a signature, though. Um, yeah. So a lot of people online are, are, are of that opinion, um, which is good. Um, clearly, he's a player in demand, and clearly, clearly he wants to come to Latics. Well, um, and that can only be good, can't it? Yeah, well, it can, but I mean, thinking about the fee we've paid, it's, it's, it's one of our highest ever purchases, and, and you know, is it something that you do to stick somebody on the bench? I, I think it will be a, a, an evolution rather than a, a revolution uh, with Ramis. Um, I think, you know, we've got obviously Gary Caldwell, the skipper, um, and the way he, he came, he was a revolution in the, uh, the, the back three because he was just attacking the ball and doing what he does best rather than having to track runners. Uh, I think Caldwell's nailed on. Alcaraz's performance has increased dramatically as well, moving to a back three and so did Figueroa. I think eventually Ramis will come into the side, but I don't think there's any need to just throw him straight in. I think it might be another um, couple of months of climatisation. It's a game here and there. There's, as we know, Caldwell likes an handball in the box and things like that, so there's always a red card in him. Yeah. There will be suspensions and there will be injuries. As we see every year, our defenders seem to pick them 
injuries around October, November. So I'm sure he'll come into the side, but I don't think it's, he's one who necessarily has to play straight away. Although he could come in early on just to cover Figueroa at the Olympics because, as, as you can see, Andreas are uh, on the way to winning the gold medal. Yeah, um, they've played more fr friendly matches than us as well, haven't they, on Jewish? So he's getting a lot of game time for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think I think all Premier League players he play at the Olympics have to have a two-week break as well. Right, so similar to last season with the uh, Copper uh, Americas when uh, yeah. Alcaraz came back and, and Roddy Ager. Talking of Roddy Ager, what do we think of, I don't know if you've seen online today, uh, but uh, 4 4 2 are featured. Uh, back of the net feature on 442 about uh, uh, Roddy Ager professing his expertise at Cunnilingus. I don't know if you've, if you've seen that or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw it. It was a, uh, it, it was a um, tongue in cheek, oh, shall yeah, we say? It, it did have a disclaimer at the bottom just in case anyone did take it literally. Yeah, it was a bit tongue in cheek, like I say. Yeah. Match report. Pre-season preparations went on to another level for Latics development squad at Gig Lane on Thursday night, with Callum McManaman scoring a hat-trick that crowned a fine individual and personal performance from start to finish. Graham Barrow, returning to one of his former homes where he managed for two years, looked on with great satisfaction as his side's dominance never wavered, but constantly posed threat and showed great composure and stamina for this stage of the pre-season period. Roman Golubar opened scoring on the quarter hour, meeting Daniel Redmond's corner at the near post and planting a header into the bottom left-hand corner, before handing over the baton to McManaman to go out and do what he does best. Terrorising and at times mesmerising the defence, he twisted, turned and exploded through them time and time again to show his quality to the onlooking Roberto Martinez. His first goal was an expertly dispatched free kick from 25 yards into the top left-hand corner following a foil on Redmond, before busting into the second half, having disposed the, goal, the goalkeeper and just keeping the ball in play before blasting into the roof of the net from close range. His third came after sustained pressure throughout the second period when Latics threatened a fourth goal, but looked as though they would have to settle for just three. Drifting in from the right wing, McManaman beat three men on the edge of the area before slotting into the bottom right corner to round off the scoring and bring the game to a head. The home side had found a glimmer of hope after the break when Max Harrop headed home from close range before McManaman continued his goal spree. He wasn't the only performance worthy of mention, with each man on the pitch putting in a shift that ensured a collective domination over the League 2 side, who had fielded their senior team. Spaniard Eduardo Campadal made his debut and showed real promise at right-back, surging forward and coming close to scoring on a number of occasions. His clearest chance coming on the hour mark at a newer Dicko's cross left the goal gaping only for the keeper to do just enough to put the defender off and shoot wide. Another new signing, Fraser Fiver, featured and again impressed playing just in front of the defence. His mixture of solid defensive duties and intelligence at springing forward the on the counter-attack was a real asset to the team and the 90 minutes will be of great benefit to his settling in at the Latics. 
Overall, a fantastic performance, full of energy, resolve and creativity as the new season nears for Barrow's team. They'll fa they faced Stockport County on Friday night, uh, but it was a completely different side that went to a 2-2 draw there. For the Bury game at Gig Lane, Latics lined up with Nichols in goals, Campadal, Golobar, Keenan, Musto, Cho, Redmond, 5A, Bootham, McManaman and Dicko. On the bench was Her, Langley, McCormack, Summer, Hilmer, Dawson, Guillermo, Morris, Lynch and Angoy. Right, okay, so we're talking about Hugo early then. Uh, I've seen and read on the internet quite a few uh, people suggesting that Callum McManaman might be the natural replacement or the natural person to step forward and, and perhaps fill the gap that Hugo's left. What do we think of that? I know we had a good game last night. Well, reportedly had a good game, scored a hat trick. Uh, but if I give my honest opinion first, I think Callum McManaman, from what I've seen of him, is a very, very good championship player. Now, how that transforms to, to the Premier League, we know through through uh, players that we've signed in the past ourselves, it's very difficult. Uh, and for me, he's just lacking slightly the quality needed. I don't know what you think about about that. I couldn't agree more with you. I, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only person out there with, with the same opinion. And, uh, likes, likes a little bit of quality and a lot of composure, I feel, when he gets on the pitch for us. Um, I've only seen seen him play in the cup game against Bolton um, last year, and then he got injured and, and played. I thought he was it was pretty handy in that game, um, and that was against Premier League opposition. He's, he's obviously had a good time at Blackpool, um, and coming back in, it, it really is just that question of does he adapt and raise his game, or does he find suddenly that he's a bit out of his depth? Yeah. Um, I certainly think he'll get a shot this season. Yeah, I have a bit of... He, he came on against City, and the ball came, spun out to him about three or four times a Monday night game against City when, yeah. we, lost, when we lost the game 1-0, but we, we dominated towards the end. Yeah, I remember. Um, uh, and there was a, quite a few balls that spanned to him, and fair enough, he was in the right position, but he completely lost composure. Uh, sliced at balls, uh, and, I, and I honestly do think he's probably better going to a top league one club uh, and getting the experience of winning football games, being a dominant centre forward, scoring goals, and being in a, being in a team winning games and you know being in lots of attacking positions. I think you'd benefit much more than that from that than being a substitute. Of, you know, a, 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 every so often sub at Wigan. Yeah, I have a mate who's a Blackpool no, season ticket, a Blackpool season ticket holder, and he raved about him. But he, yeah. but it was with caution. He raved about him playing for Blackpool in the Championship. But he said he doesn't. He, he even said that he didn't feel he was he, he was ready yet for the Premier League. And if he ever would be, he said there was just something. Having spent the season in the Premier League, that he knows the, the step up in quality is, is massive, and it was just that that uh, that little bit that was missing. It, it you know what he thought. Uh, we've got other players. I mean, we, we've also heard about Golubart playing really well in pre-season, and, and again, he's another one for me. And I'd love, I'd love these lads to, to come on and, and, and be, you know, be, be the Premiership players that we all that can be. But again, it's. When I've seen him play for us, he, he just, he looked a little bit lonely. It reminded me, if I'm being honest, of 
a very good John Robertson if you remember John Robertson from donkeys years ago he a big lad a big strong center half but just not quite good enough uh, so so pre-season are we giving us a thumbs up so far or uh, a so-so what it's definitely not been a failure so is it a thumbs up or a so-so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a thumbs up I, I go with a so-so because the problem you've got with pre-season is you, you judge it retrospectively, don't you? I think, I think the fact that we've not lost, um, we've got increasingly stiff opposition as time's gone on. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a decent side coming on on Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, if we come out, come away with that, looking half confident. You know, and don't forget we're playing the European champions in the opening match, so it's not as well. You know. We've got to be ready. We've got to be ready, ready, uh, and, and right on the money, right from the off. Um, you know, because last season we got those few games against the uh, promoted sides before we got battered by City. So, you know, this time you're bringing in the European champions, which is nice because I think Bolton are going to either I think Bolton, either Bolton or Blackburn are going to Ipswich. Bolton are going to Bury, uh, Burnley rather. Midfielder. 
Um, who's, who's a bit of a you know you look at yeah, I mean, you think, wow, what an athlete! I, I'll be interested to see how other guys played him actually, um, compared to how we played him, where he was a bit of a ball player. Uh, he did get his foot in, but he, you know it was a lot of his footballing ability was a, was allowed to be shown at Wigan. Whether that'll be done at West Ham is another question. Yeah. Well, I, I've got. I, I think your reasons there to give it so-so and three quarters are my reasons uh, to give it the full thumbs up. You've, you've both mentioned that that we've, we've, although we've lost players, they weren't in, and, and they were big players. But the way the way we finished the season, they weren't integral to that. We finished without them, and we were fantastic. And the best football that Wigan Athletic have ever played was without those players that we've lost. So we've kept kept the squad together um, and, and that is the biggest positive for me and, and we're ca I'm carrying that through to the new season and it's really getting me excited about what's coming up for me the reason I didn't give it a full thumbs up um, verbal was, was, was down to one key issue really was I thought I think we were a little light in certain areas um, which probably comes back to recruitment now I said we had a typical and I'm sure we will add but with the Moses saga and we all know how we work as well there's room in that yet to go either I've had that box off right are you staying or are you going let's get it done and let's look for a replacement yeah. the, longer, the longer we leave it we're missing out on players um, so I'd, I'd rather have seen that box off early uh, and I, th I think we have missed out on a couple as well who would have would have fitted in nicely. I think Nathaniel Klein at 2.5 million was a gamble worth taking. Yeah, we've been living with him though for for four or five years now, aren't we? Since he was 17, yeah. yes. Before before we signed Moses, we was linked with Klein. Yeah, um, I think I think when Bruce first came in, yeah, it didn't it? The, the, the link. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously he's got something about him, but I've not seen enough of him to to be able to comment really. Um, I don't. I mean, obviously we're going to find out with Southampton, aren't we? Whether he's uh, yeah. he's the signing or not. Um, on, on, so we'll move on to Sunday then. So we've, we're going to face Mallorca, 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 La Liga side. Uh, star name is it? Uh, is, is the star name for Mallorca? Anybody know? a bit different. I do like to, to watch the opposition teams, and uh, I, I'm intrigued really because the last two seasons, Zaragoza and then uh, Villarreal last year, uh, both teams excited me, and I love to love to watch the way they play football because it is different from from what we see week in week out in the English league. So um, they've just made a new signing, and for the life of me, his name's gone out my head, um, and it's someone we've been linked to as well at Mallorca. He's come in. A couple of weeks ago, and I can't think who it is. Anyway, so I'll be really looking forward to seeing the guy. Uh, it's not Javi Martinez, but it's some somebody. It's, it's a very similar sounding name to that, um, and I know it's someone we've been lo linked to. 
so I am looking forward to seeing him. Uh, and I know. Javi, it's Javi Marquez, uh, he was at Espanol. That's him, Javi Marquez. Incidentally, in my Spanish team, that's who I, that I follow. Yeah, number 10, one of you, for them. Summer, weren't we? Yeah, it was last summer in the January before. Yeah. Because well, you know when um, McCarthy had been out a while. Yeah. And we was looking up for Ryan Andrew Thomas uh, for a spell, weren't we? But weren't Spurs also linked with him? There was a couple. Of for me as well there's no injuries you know results yeah be nice to have a little win for a bit of confidence playing well is the most important I mean we lost against Aragotha didn't we but we did we lose against Aragotha I think we did but we, we played yeah but we played well we looked the first half we were very good weren't we and, and Bosselli was running running around everywhere and we looked quite good in the first half and we thought yeah this is going to be this is good uh, so so that that's important for me uh, yeah but we felt we followed that God's truth, yeah, we did. Let's hope we get absolutely yeah. stuffed. <laughs> Uh, Man United, I remember Johnny Evans had twisted blood the first half. 
Blackburn probably could have got a sense off the Newcastle game, the Arsenal game, he was superb. And I think if he can carry that on with Maloney, Moses, Jordi Gomez around him, uh, I think then last 20 minutes, a true goal scorer like Baselli could do fantastically. I think he could win us a few games where we, we draw early on in the season quite a lot. I think he could be the difference, and I can see him nicking us games. Uh, due to that goal-scoring impact being when we've got people who can run at players like Moses and also we've got decent delivery in the team now with Bolsajo. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can see him, you know, he's, um, I can see it being a fruitful um, tactic for us. Good stuff. Right. Well, what I'm going to do now, if you don't mind, because we've been rabbiting on for quite a while, I'm going to bring it to a close. Uh, and I, I think we've got a, a guest as well just made an appearance. Right, so uh, we'll finish with a little bit of trivia. Uh, Mauro Baselli, we've just been speaking about him, uh, and his uh, stats, stats at the moment is a goal per game, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, and we've said that, you know, I mean, I go along with Penner though, that I don't think he's going to be starting. I think Martinez has shown that, uh, he, you know, De Santo is his main striker. So, but again, I think uh, coming off the bench, um, it could it could do do some damage. Fingers crossed. Well, I, I, I think looking at the, at the bigger picture, um, I think we've got a half reasonable looking squad this time round. Um, I think it can add a lot, a lot to it coming back, and I think we're in for an half decent season. Good, well, I'm, I'm with you on that. But I always say that. <laughs> well, this is the right time, isn't it? Yeah. Optimistic. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm very you optimistic. No, I'm really optimistic. I think I think we're going to finish minimum of tenth this season, uh, and fingers yeah. crossed that that's what we do. Right, Sam, do you want to finish off with anything? Um, I just just that minimum of tenth. I think we're shooting a little bit higher. Um, I'd be quite happy finishing for, I think, I think a, a realistic target is anywhere between 11th and 14th, right. depending on runs of form, injuries, suspensions. Uh, I don't think we'll come any higher than the top of the bottom half, realistically, with squad strength and depth. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, there's, there's no reason why we, we can't go on and have a very solid season and move into, I think, the players we've got, the stability we've now got. Uh, there's no reason why we can't establish ourselves into the next band of teams. I think we've, we've bounced around probably, probably a year or two too long um, in, the, in the lower regions, and I think it's now time to show people who do have a bigger sort of saying we only play for three months a season and things like that, that actually, you know, we can do it all year, and, you know, you don't need um, 20, 25 million a year to be spent to, to, to progress. Fantastic. 